welcome back to another episode of Spicing Things Up. I am your unbelievably cute and wildly sexy host, Jacob Benson. Joining me here today is the uh, one and the only original gangster, Brendan Merkel. How are you doing today, Brendan? Wow. I botched the hell out of that. I I had it all planned out in my head and just down the drain. You know what, Jacob? Doing all right. Survival of the fittest up here in the Anderson Hall uh, recording studios. So, Dude, okay. So... We have had so many problems just today alone with these studios, dude. Yep. Like literally. So first of all, there's no point in even making a reservation anymore because there's always- No one respects it. Nobody respects the reservations. We have this very specific, like the the studio we're recording in right now, this is our home. We love it here. We it's cannot- Yeah, it's our dad. We don't leave it. And every time that we come up here, every Wednesday to record the show, there's always some kids in here and it drives us insane. Yep. Because we're the only ones that make reservations, apparently, and none of the other booths work. So yeah. it's pointless. No, but other than that, it's a great day. It's actually a national holiday, you know. Um, you and McGregor's birthday? No. It is. Well, I mean, I don't I don't not believe you, but it's not because of that. It's because uh, Godzilla versus King Kong has come out today. And I thought it was tomorrow. Nope. Comes out. Well, maybe it comes out tomorrow, but I'm seeing it tonight. So, oh, yeah, seeing it in IMAX. First what? time going to a big theater since what? maybe 1917. <laughs> well, the Not, movie. Yeah, I was gonna say. I don't. <laughs> I don't think you're. That was a play on that. words, but yeah, that's pretty funny. But yeah, who? Uh, which side are you on? Come on, Team Monkey. Okay, what okay. About you? we're good. Uh, let me just tap you up in the studio real quick. So, funny thing, also, they had a ton of COVID produ- uh, precautions, and I think. Whoever used the studio right before is like literally took down the glass barrier. Yeah, they don't. They didn't want it. No. Yeah. So Brendan and I were actually able to dap each other up right across the desk right there. We could probably do some other things too. Okay. Don't you don't <laughs> want to get into that, Brendan? You don't know what you're talking about. All right. Let's get let's get into some uh, current events. How about? Okay. So starting off, I bought a skateboard. Yep. Last Friday, early in the morning. Um, I actually had this whole bit I was going to do to lead into it, but I completely forgot it. So. I was very intrigued by a story that Brennan is doing for um, Unlimited Sports and Nebraska News Service regarding skateboarding in Lincoln, Nebraska. And, you know, I'd been thinking about it for a while. I haven't done it in 15 years, and that's not an exaggeration. Um, And I just, I had an Amazon gift card just lying around, just being lousy, but I was grateful for it still. It was a Christmas present. Came out of retirement. I bought a skateboard Friday, came on Monday, tested it around the block a few times. Never once did I hit the hit the concrete. But you fell off. I fell off multiple times. Yeah. And then I watched a couple 30-minute videos about skateboarding. And then now it's like sitting in my room. So like my room's carpeted. Um, and so I just get on there and I just practice my balance. And I even practice like tic-tacking with it. You know what I mean by that? Yeah. Okay. But yeah. And I also got a haircut, as you can notice, which you compliment. I can't notice it right now, but I, I did notice it before. You called it out yesterday, which I was grateful for. Yeah, you're welcome. That's all that matters. Yeah. it's. Uh, I'm glad I could help you get back into your passion for skateboarding. Thank Rekind- you, buddy. Rekindle the flame. Thank you. And speaking of current events for you, you had a very worrying tweet yesterday. I just whistled. Yep. You had a very worrying tweet regarding eating a bug for extra credit for one of your classes. Yeah. So You want to you go into that a bit? Yeah, definitely. Uh, so yeah, one of my... Uh, courses, you know, it's second semester senior year, man. I am just, I'm ready to get out of here, ready to just graduate. Um, but I get a, get a notification yesterday from one of my professors. That's like, Hey, if you're looking for anyone out there looking for uh, extra credit, here's something you guys can do, uh, eat a bug. So he said 10 points per bug you eat, you can get up to 20 points. So 
that's two bugs, I guess. But the kicker was you could earn 30 extra credit points if it was a live bug and you recorded yourself eating it. So thinking of doing it, uh, you know, I had a bug expert tell me that uh, crickets, I guess, are very nutritious. So got to take that. They do eat crickets in some cultures and grasshoppers. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I know they, I've seen like grasshoppers sold in stores before. So that's pretty... Maybe probably not, not for human consumption. Maybe not, but they. Uh, I I got to find a live one so then I can record myself. I might have to make like a, a Patreon or something to Patreon. Yeah, yeah. So I people can watch me. Uh, yeah, all all ten pay, members pay of our me, audience can pay to watch me eat bugs. Yeah. So we're just making only, only bugs. You know, only bugs. Yeah. I was gonna say making only fans. Yeah, but yeah, that's funny. Actually, that so the expert he's talking about is an entomology professor. Professor. Here at the University of Nebraska, yeah. so which is the study of bugs. He wasn't. He's not my professor, so he's, he was, he's not his teacher. Still good hearing from the guy. I'm, I'm glad for the expertise. So. Yeah. So now I know to look out for some. Uh, if I'm ever just you know needing some extra protein, if my my diet is getting getting bad, I I know to look out for crickets. Know to eat some crickets. Okay, so you're gonna go with the cricket then. See, I feel like those are hard to find unless I go buy one. And Dude, you can hear point, them in like every night. The thing is, I really don't need extra credit, but it would be funny. So that's why I'm leaning towards doing it. Are you allowed to season it before you eat it? That this, would be, this is just wild to me. I was so well, shocked just to even see this happening on my timeline yesterday. So I was pretty shocked too. And and But if you think about it, I'm, if you're eating a live bug, that's got to be some sort of like torture or like inhumane. I know it's a bug, but like to just, you know, pour some like pepper on it while it's still alive. I feel like that's got to be like. No, 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 no. So here's the thing. So snails, I know this is a fact. Snails and slugs, their skin is so sensitive to sodium chloride table salt. They're the only bugs that I know that have reactions to it. (laughs) Did you learn that from like a bug's life? No. I'm pretty sure that was- I learned that from junior year biology. Okay. Well, I wasn't planning on eating a slug. That would be gross. Uh, they eat slugs in certain cultures too. There's just a lot of bugs. They eat spiders too, dude. It's- I know the snails, you know, the weird the French thing. Would you eat a, like a tarantula? Never. Okay. Are you me? I, I, I wouldn't be in the same room yeah. as a tarantula. Okay. I'm glad we're on the same page on that. Yeah. No, definitely not live, you know. Couldn't catch me with the with the tarantula, bro. Nope. Nope. But yeah, other than uh, stuff that's going on between you and me, some pretty crazy stuff. Uh, Something crazy has been going on in the news lately for a celebrity, a, a singer, entertainer, I guess I would say. Um, Old Town Road sang it. Uh, Little, Little, Nas, Nas. Little Nas X. Little Nas X. He uh, he just released a f- uh, music video, right, for one of his new songs. Montero. Yep. Yeah. I, I haven't gave it a listen yet, but I saw clips of the music video and he is – in a lap dance to, I think it was Satan. Yeah, boob. Yep. Satan himself. Yeah. A lot of people worked up about it. It's been all over the place. They, I would say for the most part, a lot of people are right to be at least somewhat concerned about seeing it. And like- It was definitely being, pretty crazy. Yeah, it was very crazy. It was more than pushing the envelope in society. I mean, so here's the thing. I'm, I have two different stances for this issue right now. Mm-hmm. From us being, you know, sad internet meme boys, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. It is pretty funny. Because all those shoes, the shoes is the controversial part, not the music video. Well, you saw Nike came out and was like, yo, we didn't. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was actually just about to get to that. So Nike, okay. I, I never blame Nike because I'm like, there's no way in hell that they would be up. See what I did there? Yep. Um, 
there's no way that they would ever be able to get away with doing this without no. just destroying their PR and company. Yeah. Um, but dude, yeah, he's so it was with some guy that like just customized his shoes. So they made exactly 666 pairs and they all sold for a thousand dollars instantly. And there was a drop of human blood in it. Which I'm gonna go on the record and say that's a horrible premise and a concept. And it's terrifying, but I'm guessing it wasn't an actual drop of blood. I'm guessing it was like red paint or something. Well, it's like for people to get upset about that says something because there's been there's sweatshops, countless amounts of blood being put in these shoes by yeah. little children, slave workers. So yeah, it's only people when, are finally are like, oh, whoa, whoa. Yeah. But and, they didn't care about it for the decades where sweatshops have been sweatshops have been happening so yeah and one thing i was proud of for going to a catholic high school none of the apparel that was ever made or sold in that school came from a sweatshop so that's something i was very proud of i can't i don't know if that can be proven no no they were made in the u.s here okay yeah they, they were, were made by the little boys of the church while while the pope said you boys better make this or on holy week of all weeks, Brennan. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're testing me. No, I'm kidding. But okay, no, but I, I, I mean, Christ, like the Christian community is pretty pissed off at this. Oh yeah. And they have every right to be, there's a freedom of speech for everybody in the country. But, oh yeah, but, for but, sure. Um, okay. So I was going to get to that too. So, I mean, as a beam guy, internet guy, this is hilarious. Cause I know Lil Nas X is just the king of trolling. Oh yeah. He's, he, he's like the coup de gras of trolling people on the internet. But yeah. from a religious standpoint, I'm a pretty religious guy. I'm attending church often. Um, I was just, I, I have never once pushed my beliefs to people because like, I want everybody to live their life their way because I know it's not my place to do that. And that's why I wouldn't go to Lil Nas X and be like, hey, you're going to go to hell for this because that's not my place to say that. He, on the other hand, like can do whatever he wants. Everybody has that right in this country. Um, but I mean, there comes a point where like kids and stuff are exposed to it because, you know, we have a concept of morality. That's true. Everybody does. And, you know, when, you know, stuff like this is associated with like morally evil and disgusting, I feel bad for people that have like, you know, kids and stuff, especially people that are like borderlining on their faith yeah. or struggling with it. And then they're exposed to this and like the whole concept of like, you know, cause I, I have never seen more Christian, like hate on Christians on Twitter since like Saturday and Sunday. That was the most I'd ever seen it on the internet. Yeah. That was my one qualm with this was like, you know, people were just bashing God believers. Well, old old town road was so popular and kids literally viral loved it. And, you know, I'm sure Lil Nas X has a large following of kids because of it. So yeah, seeing that that song itself is not exactly for kids either. That's literally about doing drugs and like, other stuff too. Yeah. Like, so I mean, what's his face? Uh, the weekend won a Grammy or whatever for on a song Nick, about cocaine. Yeah. And, wasn't he on Nickelodeon? Or Kids Choice Awards. Yeah. yeah Kids, he Choice was on Awards. Kids Choice Awards. So I mean, it's not it's not a new thing. People can interpret songs different ways, but like, yeah, definitely twerking on Satan for and as a kid, you're probably like, wow. Yeah. And I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna get deep here for a sec. So like, as somebody that like actually believes in that kind of stuff. I just am like, I was more concerned for Lil Nas X's well-being. So I'm like, dude, you're messing with the, like some some bad stuff here. Like, don't, you know, be careful because you know, I personally believe that there is a hell, and like, I don't want people to have to be like, oh, well, it doesn't look so bad now because this music video, and then like, um, you know, I just I think there's a lot of 
hate going on both ways yeah. on the internet. And it's disgusting to see from both sides. Yeah. What I got from it was like, so I do come from a, a Christian standpoint, my family growing up. But what I realize is like a lot of people still think that Satan is a dude, a red dude with horns that lives underground. Yeah. Who can, if he conjures up enough worship points that he can just take over God. Literally. That's not, it's not how it works. Yeah. So I, I, I feel like there was a lot of irrational thoughts on both sides, but I think what I took away from it most was it was pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. it was hilarious. It was pretty funny. <laughs> and, um, you know, and kind of going back to that, the worship thing you were talking about, like, this is why we have free will. Oh yeah. You know what? Like, this is what separates us from other animals. Yeah, I know. Exactly. But yeah, you know what? I mean, personally, I'm just going to kind of distance myself from Lil Nas X from here on out just for a personal reason. But, um, you know what? Like he can do whatever he wants. I just, you know, pray for the children. We must save the children. Yeah. No, that's true. They, that was like our Miley Cyrus though. You know what I mean? Oh, well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Cause he's only been big for like three years. Miley Cyrus, like she was a Disney channel, like queen, you know, like we that's grew true. up on that. That is true. But when she made that wrecking ball video. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember watching that just almost in horror. I'm like, this was once my idol. Yeah. Or but, not like an idol, but like, I was like, I really respected this person and now I kind of don't. Yeah. No, that's true. All right. So should we uh, move into some sports talk? Yeah. Yeah. Do some NFL maybe. Yeah. So Busy Brennan, for that as well. Yeah. Congratulations, by the way, on being able to watch Andy Dalton for an extra week in the season. Yeah, I know. How do you, how do you feel about the NFL uh, extending it? Extending it by a game. It's something I've been wanting for a long time, actually. Really? Yeah. Because here's the thing. I mean, those guys. Like, I, I get it. Like, that's another week of like practice and like you know risk for injury. But like, those guys get paid so much money. It's insane. Like, honestly, like especially since the fans are the ones that are like, are they taking out preseason games? Uh, if they are, then what's the? It would make more sense yeah. if that's why. Or at least take out one preseason game. Yeah, because preseason's dumb. I still go to those every now and then. Yeah, because they're cheap, I guess. Well, yeah, it's cheap and, you know, it's something you can just pregame in the parking lot and yeah. ha have a blast at, you know, because at the end you're like, eh, nothing matters. That's and true. then, yeah, you can go on your merry way. But so I would have had more issues if they, like, kept adding more than 18 weeks mm -hmm. because, yeah, I just – because they're still going to get a bye week. Yeah. So it's not like they're completely overworked for one more week of the season. I feel like yeah. a lot of those athletes were completely on board. Like, hell yeah. Like, if you really – if you're at that level and playing a professional sport, like, and you're getting paid that much money for it, why wouldn't you want more of it, you know? But they're not – it's not like their contracts are, like – they're not adapting to the extra game. So they're not really getting paid more for it. Oh, they're not adapting that. No. This is news to me. I At least not that I know of. So they're pretty much just adding an extra regular season game. And, and I, I'd assume it's probably just the same contracts that they're already like making per season. Uh -huh. um, so now they're making less per game technically, but like making the same amount and like the end i guess but. well let's look at it this way let's see the 2021 season is like a trial run and yeah. kind of depending how that's going to go i'm guessing either they're not going to keep doing if the players are like genuinely upset about it because they're the ones that are keeping the industry alive along with the fans yeah if they are genuinely upset not happy about it i'm guessing they'll either add it into their contracts or just stop doing it yeah 
this is going to be a guinea pig year. The way, the reason I don't like it is because all the NFL records are now in jeopardy of being broken easier because. Oh, that's a good point. They have an extra game, you know, like Josh, Josh Allen was close to beating some record last year, which like with an extra game, he probably does it easily. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's the one thing that I don't like. Um, More, less incentive. Yeah, less incentive. Uh, I know I some players, Alvin Kamara came out and was like, he doesn't like it, um, which is funny because like he's one of the ones that I feel like could break records. I mean, dude had almost broke the single game rushing touchdown record last year. So it's like interesting to hear players' perspectives. I know Jeff Fisher probably is pissed because he – went 500 for like half his career so he's probably like why couldn't they have added this sooner so i didn't have to be known for that but yeah now there's no more eight and eight seasons and that's like i it's such that a was something that you personally could have been like hey that relates or that that's my identity as an eight and eight season well yeah because the bears were went eight and eight last season so to me they'll forever be legendary if this is that was the last season uh, where you could go eight and eight. Yeah, where you could go eight and eight. Bears go eight and eight. Honestly, we won the Super Bowl, I think. <laughs> I think that's how it counts. You won the Super Bowl of average Joes. You're mm. the, you were the the working man's football team. So would you have rather made it to the Super Bowl and lost horrifically or gone eight and eight in the last season that eight and eight seasons were ever allowed in the NFL history? Probably go eight and eight. I just... That was so much pain. I literally. I'm sorry to phrase that question. Like I that. fell to the dark side for like a week, bro. After that, you were on the verge of twerking on Satan. Yes. Yeah. All right. Maybe not that far, but maybe not that. Maybe getting stalked in the Swiss Canal. Yeah. Yeah. No, oh, they freed the boat finally. Yeah, I know. I saw that. Good for them. How funny would it be though if somebody else just stuck there like boat. right after yeah, i saw that on twitter there's like somebody in the world has the chance to do the single funniest <laughs> thing in history <laughs> I saw that too. So See, that would be amazing what i like about following you on twitter is like a lot of the stuff that you find funny i will happen to find funny as well yeah. and it'll show up on my timeline and i can thank you for it without having to thank you for it yeah, yeah. of course of so. course but uh, another thing that the nfl came out and said is or roger goodell came out and said that they are expecting full capacity at games mm-hmm. in uh in the fall. So it's pretty crazy. I feel like that's kind of uh, maybe jumping the gun a little bit, but. Well, here's the thing. That's all going to depend on if people keep getting vaccinated throughout the summer. I agree. Which I think a lot more people are going to be more open to it by then. Yeah. Because, I mean, I don't know about you, but like a lot of people are just ready for this. To oh, be done. dude. I mean, I want, I want to be at football games, baseball yeah. games more than anyone. But I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's, it, this isn't something to be rushed exactly. Like, it could be a whole different story, like we were saying, come uh, time for games to be played in September. But I don't know. Limited capacity seems more of like a Like 50% to 75%? Yeah, or just like an appropriate thing to promise as of right now. Like yeah. We will be having like more fans than last. I d- yeah, I definitely agree with you that they should have played it more by year. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like, yeah. But, but vaccinations, that they're, it's rising up. They're, I mean, in, they're rolling out. I, I thought... In I Nebraska like, now, if you're like 18 plus, I think you can you can get them freely. So I I'm looking. High V has them. They're kind of going quick, but I'm I'm keeping myself updated. I'm scheduled get to get mine next Friday. Nice. Yeah, my second round. Yeah. So, hey, things are things are looking up. I don't feel special anymore now that I've 
uh, now that everybody else can like get them if you're 18 and up. Cause like I when I was able to get mine a couple weeks felt ago, pretty good. Didn't it? Yeah. I was just like, damn, I, I beat all my friends to it. I didn't post it on social media Yeah, and I'm happy I didn't because you should have. Well, here's the thing. I saw a tweet, um, I think Monday. It was like, uh, hey, genuine question. Oh, no, it was a TikTok. He's like, hey, genuine question. Um, do they like put a gun to your head and say, post this on social media like after you get your vaccine? And then someone comments like, no, they make you wait 15 minutes first um, afterwards and then do it. <laughs> That's to see if you, anything happens. Yeah. yeah. No, it's true. I thought that was funny. It is pretty funny. But hey. It looks like all the lights just went out in our studio. So. Just ours, though. Oh, you know what? It's because the switch is not. I'm going to turn it on real quick. Don't leave me. Oh, oh wow. it's automatic. It must have been we hadn't moved for a while, so it, it did that. You want to hit the light switch? No, nah, it's fine. Okay. So, I'm going to leave this in, by the way, because this is actually kind of funny. Yeah, it was pretty funny. It was goofy. Thank you. But uh, some other NFL news draft is coming up. I'm excited for that. I'm very excited. Are you going to um, be in town for that? So that's late April, right? Is that late? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I'll be in town. It's, yeah. it's before graduation. You and I need to just have some drinks and watch that together i'm down i mean draft night the first draft night is one of my favorite nights second draft night is just as good um but yeah i'm excited there was a lot of uh qb camps or not cube just qbs but a lot of qb highlights from the the pro day camps that were going on uh over this past weekend one of the main things was uh mac jones has been rising, kind of rising and falling. Because he's been overthrowing a lot of receivers. He overthrew one pass and oh, it just like mind. blew. Well, I mean, I he might have he might have did more than one, but the one that just blew up all over Twitter. I was like, sheesh, is this is this, <laughs> is, this is this going to cause this guy to like not be drafted in the first round because he overthrew one dude? Because everyone was like. Oh, let's see what Bill Belichick thinks of this. Let's see what Kyle Shanahan thinks of this. Everyone's like all disappointed, but. I don't know. I thought it was funny how like, what's his receivers? Devonta Smith, yeah, Heisman winner. He said he came out and said he prefers Mac Jones over Tua, which was like, that's kind of a slap in the face of Tua. See, I, I couldn't tell if like he meant it in like as a slap in the face, or he was like, well, my boy can get drafted early, so let me let me try and. I'm help guessing him out. it was that. I hope it was that because yeah, definitely kind of like a. Whoa, dude. Athletes are definitely, aside from KD, athletes are a lot more conscious of like what they say to the media and the press. And helping out their teammates. And helping out their yeah, teammates. So. Did you hear about what KD did? Oh, for which? His DMs to Michael Rappaport. What did he say? Oh, my God. I uh, There is a lot of profanities in it. Let me see if I can find it. Well, I mean, so Michael Rappaport was dumb enough to post this on his Instagram, but like. That's, just, a, that's a good little pivot to the NBA because uh, another thing that happened between, you know, media and player recently, actually, I think it was today or maybe last night was uh, after Russell Westbrook got his um, triple double in a game the other night, which he had like 30 points and like 20 assists, like mm -hmm. 21 assists, which is crazy. Um, Stephen A. Smith came out and was like, hey, like, I don't care win some rings first, whatever. He was like slandering him on first take. And Westbrook's like wife was started getting involved. She's like, why like are you slandering my husband about this? Um well Colin Coward does the same thing to Baker Mayfield too. Yeah. So he was just like, but I, I thought it was cool. Russ came out and was just like, hey man, winning making the NBA was my championship. He's like, I'm just happy to be here. So I I I thought that was cute. I was like I'm blushing just hearing that. See what is I was like, come on, Stephen A. Smith. Like, well, Stephen A. is just you know he's just a bastard. You know, like, yeah. That's just, I mean, that's do, his thing. Do you think dudes like him, like these uh, 
these guys who are just out there trying to spit hot takes to get people riled up, like, do, do you think they kind of need to relax sometimes when it comes to like shitting on athletes for their accomplishments? Brennan, in our industry, there is no such thing as relaxing. No, nah, it's true. But I don't know. I, I, I feel like you, you can't just slander athletes. For no. Their, their... And they could sue technically if you're, if it's actually definitely. I don't think their it, was, it wasn't like that type of slander or anything. But... Oh, I mean, it's just like bad takes. Yeah. He, yeah. He's just like you know shitting on him on live tv and it's like come on dude he just had a great game and he's he, got kids man yeah actually i don't know if he does i don't know but let's he's just got a wife. assume for now that yeah. he has kids but what, what was the rapaport story oh yeah so michael rapaport reached out to kevin durant so mm-hmm. if you guys don't know um michael rapaport is a former barstool employee who was let go because he insulted fans on twitter back in like 2018 and he's just been crumbling. He didn't start with Barstool, though. Did no, he didn't. Okay. They he was he worked there for maybe say, less than a year. I was gonna say I don't know him as a Barstool employee. But uh, well, that was the most recent thing. Um, okay. but yeah, I was like just on Twitter today, and somebody had screenshots of like his DM with Kevin Durant that he put po- that Michael Rapaport posted on Instagram to like play the pity card, and he's like, oh. Like, I'm always getting harassed by these people. Like, look what KD said to me. And, like, it's just KD torching him. It's It was the funniest thing. I mean, there were some some very bad words that, like, somebody with the uh, fame and influence that Kevin Durant has probably shouldn't have said to anybody. Yeah. But, oh, my God, I was laughing hysterically reading it. Michael Rappaport kind of sucks. Oh, yeah, he does. Dude looks like a vampire. He looks like, but like the cool bloated kind of. sour cream. I agree. With the beard. Yeah. No, I agree. That's pretty much it. But yeah, that's that's kind of all the NBA. I mean, playoffs are coming up pretty soon. A lot of teams are, you know, on the looking on the, good. On the bubble of making it. Shout out Chicago Bulls. They need it. They got a tough field. Is on the bubble just a basketball term or is that strictly related to college basketball? Uh no, I guess I was kind of using it in professional terms. Okay. But it's not usually. I mean, you got teams that are looking from the outside in. I guess that's what I was meaning to say, but um, Bulls, Bulls could still make it, but they they got the their road cut out for them. So we'll say a, a prayer for the Chicago Bulls, just on my sake, because I'm very biased. Should I just become a Bulls fan since we have no local yeah. teams for six hours? Yeah, some Chicago Bulls news. They uh, traded for Nikola Vucevic last Ooh. week, who is I would say you know top five maybe uh, centers in the league. When I say maybe, I, I could be top four, could be top three. Underrated guy. Um, they needed to get Zach Levine some help, so I'm glad to see him. He looks. He paid the rookie Patrick Williams for the number nine jersey. So that's um, is that respectable? Yeah, yeah. I, I would say so. Financially compensated. Yeah, and I'm sure Patrick Williams is like, yeah, man, whatever. Yeah, he's probably not going to be on the Bulls forever. Yeah, no, I mean, no one ever is. Yeah, and if anybody's willing to pay you for a number, they need to have that number. Yeah. Have you ever exactly. seen Ballers? Uh, I've seen some of it. That's like part of the conflict, like the first season, like uh, uh, Denzel Washington's son, who's like in the show and he's on the okay. Dolphins. He's like literally fighting a teammate because he won't give him his number. Was that the same guy that was in that Malcolm and Marie movie, David Washington? John David Washington. Yeah. John David Washington. Yeah. And Tenet, which is a great movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So let's get to uh, March Madness. So yep. I'm somehow still first in my league. I'm also. And only half of my teams in the final four are right. Them. Yeah, I got I, it. I'm so pissed at Michigan right now. I could actually like burst a vein. I don't think I have. You still have two left. 
Yeah, Gonzaga and Baylor. I had Baylor oh, I winning had, it all. I had Baylor, but I had them losing to Illinois. So Yikes. I only got one of my championship teams left, which okay. is Gonzaga. I have Gonzaga winning it all, so I'm rooting for that. As long as Gonzaga and Baylor both win, yeah. I'm gonna I'm for sure writing this out. Except for my one friend who has who also has Gonzaga and Baylor in the championship, but he has Gonzaga winning, so it's either gonna be him or me. Yeah. So I can't win any money, but I just want the What's the word I'm looking for? Um, gratification. Gratification and the uh, pretentiousness okay. to my friends. Bragging, I want to be able to be like, rights, yeah, yeah, bragging rights. So, yeah, I mean, Gonzaga looked so good yeah. against USC. Oh USC was pissing on teams, and then Gonzaga just came in and beat them by 20. Yeah, like Pac-12 was a conference to watch out for in this tournament. And UCLA yeah. has just been outperforming everybody. UCLA is like one of five teams or something that is a double-digit team to have made it to the Final Four. Yeah, and they're going to get – like dogged by Baylor, probably. No, they're playing. They're playing Gonzaga. Oh, who, Houston's playing Baylor. Yeah, Houston. Baylor. My bad. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm seeing a Gonzaga Baylor championship, but good for UCLA. Good for UCLA. Um, that that game against Michigan was a tough one. They grinded that one out. That was an ugly game. Yeah. And Did you now, see the ref collapse? Yeah. Well, I was, was at, I was at work during when the game started. Yeah. But I saw it all on Twitter and I was like watching part of the game on my phone. Yeah, dude. That, that was scary. That was scary. I think he, he ended up getting carted off, but I think he was he was okay. He didn't go to the hospital. But well, that's good. Maybe yeah, just like a I panic can, attack or something. I don't know. But when you're watching the game, like I could you could hear him like hit the floor. So it was kind of kind of scary. But well, they don't have fans, right? Uh, not a lot, at least. Okay. So yeah. So yeah, you could literally hear him. Like hit the ground, so that was that was sad. But I think he's okay. But yeah, Michigan, and prayers. See a Michigan, see a Big Ten. Big Ten sucked this year. Yeah, they definitely did not perform well. I mean, good for Michigan for proving a lot of people wrong because and getting were, that far. Yeah, so without one of their best players, but yeah, UCLA. Good for them as well. You are going to get shit pumped. Oh my god, yeah. yeah, dude. I'm actually so glad because I had Michigan originally winning in this bracket. That's number one right now. Okay. And then I changed it to Baylor because I just got like a intuition right before the tournament started. And I was like, I got to do this. I got to do this. Yeah. That's probably a good call. Thank Baylor you. looks good. So does I, yeah. I mean, obviously going into the March madness throughout the whole season, Baylor was on or Baylor and Gonzaga were on top. So it doesn't really surprise me that those two are the last ones still in it. So yeah, it does kind of surprise me Houston just because. Because we were only we only knew they were good at beating bad teams yeah. before this tournament. Started. We were we were big. I mean, they played what Oregon State in the Elite Eight. Yeah. So and I had them losing in um, the Sweet Sixteen to Illinois. Yeah. No, you would have had you had them probably losing to like San Diego State or something. No, I had them beating them. Okay, I don't know, but yeah. still, Houston, congratulations, I guess. So yeah. that's two Texas teams that are making it in. Yeah, Baylor, Baylor in uh, in Houston. In what the, conference in the is Houston? Four. They are. They're not like, Big Twelve, are they? No, they're like Mountain West, maybe. Uh, I'm not quite sure. Baylor's Big Big Twelve, right? Baylor is Big Twelve. Houston's conference. Big Twelve historically is just good at all sports. Oh, I feel like Amer- American. They're in the American Conference. Okay. So yeah. That's. Uh, Do you agree with me though? What was what was your take? I said Big Twelve sports historically are just fantastic. Yeah, they they usually are. Like those Football are always always competitive. Yeah, like over the last like fifteen years before um, SEC just started dominating college football, Big Twelve was one of the best ones to watch because you had like the Texas 
um, Oklahoma, Nebraska, Miami. You had all those rivalries. Yeah, no, they were awesome. And now, uh, well, I wouldn't even say Baylor is probably one of those big names, but now now they're making a name for themselves. So yeah. they're not really good in football, but basketball, hey, good good for them. Yeah, good for them. All right, Brennan. So let's go ahead and just do our final four predictions real quick of who's going to the championship. So are we both in agreement that's going to be Gonzaga and Baylor? I am, yeah. And you're, I, you're I feel like that is Baylor, a, right? I'm taking Baylor uh, for the championship. We'll get more into that next week. I am just so sure that Gonzaga and Baylor are going to like win this. I'm I'm very positive that uh, Gonzaga is going to beat UCLA. I do think Baylor Houston will probably be closer. But I would agree that I'm pretty confident in both the one seeds. Dude, imagine like taking the upsets for both those games, like on in Vegas. Oh yeah, probably that payout would be insane. I can't imagine what the I, I'm guessing UCLA's line is going to be like plus twenty or something. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. The money line? No, like uh, oh, like the, their spread. The spread, yeah, yeah is probably going to be like around twenty. Yeah, because Gonzaga's just you know. Unstoppable. Yeah, they're they're King Kong right now. <laughs> All right, so should we go ahead and get into uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Let's do it. All right, so this episode starts. Okay, spoilers ahead. I actually did com- receive a complaint today that uh, we were spoiling too many shows. Really? I did. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about it. What? Like four days later? Five, five days. days. Yeah. But besides the point. Yeah. You guys um, just turn it off now. Then. Yeah. Spoilers. So just skip to like ten minutes ahead, probably. Yeah. All right. So, Brennan, what, what do you think of uh, new Captain America? I thought it was interesting. They uh, introduced this new group of people of super soldiers called the Freedom Fighters. They should have called it Enfys Nest because the chick that plays like the main character was Enfys Nest and Solo. Oh, I was gonna. I was wondering why she looks so uh, familiar. Familiar. Yeah. So yeah. But no, it was the the. The Freedom Fighters were pretty cool. I kind of want to root for them almost. They're in the comics. Yeah, I, I well, it's it's one guy. So I mean, so they made a difference. So in the comics, it's one guy named Flag Smasher. Okay. And then in the comics, or in the this, well, it's they're like a still. I, they, I think group. they're still going to introduce him because they showed like a clip of one badass dude like piling through like a bunch of people in the first episode. So I don't think they showed that same guy in this. I one. thought that guy died from the cops. Did he? I, I thought he got away, but maybe he did. I don't know. Okay. Either way, uh, the new Captain America stinks. What's his name? John uh, Walker. Yeah. Steve Rogers' ass name. Yeah. They so, couldn't have made anything cooler. Like come The on. actor is Kurt Russell's son. Really? Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool. But he still looks like the guy from Up. What if they casted Chet Hanks as uh, Captain America? I'm going to bring that up later. Yeah. But that would be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, but this this new like, one is so, some. Uh, sorry, good. Yeah, John Walker is such a beta male. It pisses me off actually. Yeah. So that's why it was like when they were having that one fight scene on the semi trucks, which was pretty funny. All right, guys, just a heads up: um, our audio quality is going to suck for a little bit just because we, <laughs> we we had to switch to voice memos in our studio because um, our software just completely quit out on us, so we can't record like anything right now. But uh, yeah, kind of going back to what I was saying earlier. So Brennan, uh, you were saying that the semi-truck scene was just complete dog shit, right? Yeah, I didn't like it. Okay, because it's not – I agree with you because it's not realistic. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm hunched over my phone right now. Yeah, I know. We're both we're both huddling like over like a little 
campfire, like two guys just about to die in the wilderness. Yeah. But uh, this is bullshit. But when we're comparing this to WandaVision, and I even was like, I wasn't WandaVision's biggest fan by any means, but it was cool and it was like unique. It was new. It was new. So this seems just a little bit more of like a safe bet for Marvel. It's it's traditional. It's traditional. They're probably just trying to appeal to their, you know, traditional fans, which, you know, to me, it's like, yeah, that's fine and all if you're using like sweet characters that, you know, we love and adore. But when it's, you know, Bucky and uh, Sam, Sam, the Falcon, it's like, well, I don't really care about these guys that much. So I'm that's what I'm having troubles with because yeah, I it's the the story for me is taken a little bit too long to develop. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And I know it's only two episodes in and we just fig- found out about these freedom people, but at the same time it's like I think we should be a little like keeping up. And the the episodes are longer now and you can definitely tell because it's a lot of stuff that's like fit into the episode. Yeah. Like, it's not like 8 minutes of credits. Yeah, so I mean that's nice, I guess. And we also got to see superheroes going to therapy, which was interesting. I kind of – actually, that was pretty awesome. Never um, seen that before. No, never seen it. So thought it was pretty cool. Um, Bucky needs therapy for sure, but so do we. So who am I to say? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's pretty much our uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier talk. We're excited for the third episode coming out this Friday. But um, – yeah, I, I think people are only really into these shows right now because they haven't gotten any Marvel content in so long. Because mm-hmm. what was the last thing? Far From Home? Well, WandaVision. Well, before WandaVision. Was it Spider-Man Far From Home? Maybe. I'm trying to think. Yeah, because that was after Tony Stark had passed. Yeah, and- So, like, and that was two years ago when we got that movie. So like, we, haven't lit- we literally have not gotten any Marvel content in two years. Yeah, I know they almost came out with the Black Widow movie. Um, that one I think is still aimed to come out at some point. Don't really know. That yeah. one didn't come out, right? No, it okay. didn't. There's supposedly a lot of new Marvel content, um, like Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, I think they said they were making a Jeremy Renner one. Oh. His character sucks. Oh, the worst God. character, actually, in all of Marvel. Anybody that says Hawkeye is their favorite superhero, I refuse to be friends with them. I no, can't even say I've, that I've, straight face. I've never heard anyone say that, luckily, so... That's so funny. But yeah, there's uh, that's messed up, man. Another fandom show that we are uh, close with, uh, another fandom that we're close with, is coming out with a new show, and that is Star Wars. Yes. So the uh, ever so anticipated Kenobi show, which is set to come out in Kenobi. 20- Kenobi. <laughs> yeah, that's that's our impressions. Um, is set to come out in 2022, and they just released some new info this week that um. Let's see. There's going to be six total episodes. It's going to be one season. Six total episodes. Hour long each. Hour long each. So that's basically like getting a Kenobi trilogy. Yeah. No, I love I love it. That, that's like, yeah, That I am so pumped for this. And like, who, who, they're casting it perfectly. They are casting it really well. But I want to know who is directing it because... Um, if it's John Favreau, I'm probably oh going to like actually piss myself with excitement. I, I will... I will not say what I was going to say, but I, I knew I would, I, I would do. It's things. implied. I know what you mean. I would do things. Um, all right, so it's not John Favreau, Deborah Chow. Okay, uh, but you know what? I'm I'm just happy it's happening. They even know? got the people that. So, um, do you know that that one guy that played uh, 
Luke's uncles or Luke's <laughs> Greedo? No, Luke's uncle and aunt uh, in the fourth or in the Attack of the Clones. Oh like, yeah, he made, yes, like yes, the young yes. versions of them. They're yep. they're recasted to really? play those two. Oh, so those actors are actually in it. Yeah, because nice. this is supposed to take place like ten years after Revenge of the Sith happened. It's cool. Yeah, it's very cool. But um, I needed a Kenobi arc, dude. Yeah, best character, one of the best characters. If you watched Clone Wars at all, he's the best character. I agree. He's a beast. He is like the textbook Jedi Council member. He's just, he's the Jedi. He he's is. The, he's the guy. He's the OJ, the original Jedi. Yeah. But yeah, I'm super excited for this. They um they actually said that. So Hayden Christensen's casted as Darth Vader, yep. which I was thrilled to see. It's pretty sick. Personally. Um, and they actually say that there's supposed to be a um, reunion between Obi-Wan and Darth Vader in this show. I would hope. So that would be, that would be a, a very wasted opportunity, so I'm glad. Do you think they're going to like CGI Ewan McGregor's face at all to like make him like a hybrid of Al Guinness and Ewan McGregor? No. No? No. Just because it's like... I don't halfway so. through between uh, when Revenge of the Sith took place and you hope that nah, I doubt it. Okay. Today is Ewan McGregor's birthday though. That is, you did mention that. So yeah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, General Kenobi. Happy birthday, Ewan. May the force be with you. But um, oh yeah. And then, so another thing while we're on the subject of new media coming out. So there was a video game that came out last summer. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it. I thought I had to explain it to you on Monday. Yeah. But um, I know about it now. So the PS4 game that came out, Ghost of Tsushima. First of all, Samurai is one of those badass things Absolutely. ever. I consider Fruit even... Ninja? Yeah. Yeah, that's not the same thing, but close enough. Yeah, I consider even Jedi, like the Samurai of space, pretty much. That's like they're fighting, Like, then their fighting styles are based off of Samurai uh, sword techniques. Yeah. So, yeah, this game was sick. I don't actually have a PS4, but my uh, former roommate slash BFF um, has one. Let you watch him play. We, we both played. Um, he let you watch. We both played. <laughs> I cannot re- reiterate that enough. We both played. It was one of the best games I've played in probably two years. Yeah. And I was so excited to see that they're coming out with a movie for it. That is pretty sick. We yeah. haven't had a Samurai movie since like Tom... Uh, no. Well, Mortal Kombat's coming out. I mean, oh, no, that's not Jesus. Samurai. But I know. It looks pretty sick. I'll, I'll give watch it a watch. It. I'll give it I'll a watch. watch it. I'll give it a watch. But um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. We haven't had a Samurai movie since, like, Tom Cruise was in that one, one like, movie where he plays, like, that Civil War <laughs> that deserter. That sucked. Are you kidding me? What was that called? Like, The Wall? The Great Wall or something? <laughs> no. It was, it was like, like, 47. Like, it was some, like, crazy. It, I think there was, like, a number in the title. I don't know. I uh, The Seven Shogun or something? Maybe. I don't know. So, that sounds about right. But, uh, or no, Seven, seven Samurai? That's that's an old movie. Okay, never mind. I don't know. I'm talking out of my ass here. But yeah, I we need some new samurai content in our world. I'm down. I genuinely think that is going to fix the global economy that the pandemic and the evergreen have both caused hand in hand. Which, by the way, speaking of the evergreen, samurai to the moon. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the uh, meme? It's like Fast and Furious 7 when like Vin Diesel and Paul Walker like go down their separate paths. One of them was evergreen and the other one was like the COVID virus. And he's like... Evergreen, like that's the, the name of the ship that got oh, stuck in the Suez. Oh, okay, okay. Man, so much for keeping up with your current events, Brennan. I don't know, it's, it's a ship to me. I don't know, I'm sorry, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought that was funny as well. And yeah, again, we are so sorry about the technical difficulties. I know it's it's kind of funny though. 
it, it's a little funny. It's a little funny. So Brendan and I both discussed that if this happens ever again, we're literally just going to go back to Zoom and we're going to get a microphone. Yeah, either that or you will just get a microphone so we can just do what we're doing right now, except it'll pick up our audio a little better. Yeah, and not make me want to actually punch through the desktop screen that's laying before me. Yeah, no, true. Oh, yeah, but uh, Brendan and I also got some stuff to plug real quick. This is our first time doing this. It's We're not getting paid for plugging this information, but it will benefit your life in some way. <laughs> yeah. So Brendan and I both have capstones since we're both second semester seniors. Um, with Unlimited Sports, which is a student-ran uh, sports publication mm -hmm. through Nebraska. And I actually worked for them, so I did get paid. Brennan did get paid for it from them. Mm -hmm. I did not. I am uh, reaping the benefits still of experience. <laughs> but, yeah, I have a story about the NBA bubble featuring some very high-up NBA administrators coming out. Um, I'm not sure. We talked about this. Why can't you get them on here? What, what, why? Do, do you know the hoops I had to jump through to get those people to even talk to. Are you are you nervous to introduce me to your family? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is my special friend, Brennan. What do you mean special friend? Oh, no, we do a podcast together. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. All right, but yeah, no. Hey, uh, Brennan, do you want to plug your story real quick? Yeah, and I mean, my, my upcoming one, I think Jacobs will be out um, before mine, but I'm doing a, a, a kind of unique story where I'm looking into – some refugees actually in the Lincoln community that either, you know, went to UNL, uh, might be graduates, could just be like local, um, local refugees, uh, spoke to somebody who was from Vietnam, spoke to someone who was from Iraq, uh, might be speaking with someone who's from India. So, you know, a lot of, a lot of interesting stories that are going around. Uh, you know, some of the, the people listening are aware of what Husker culture is, but if you're not, uh, familiar with, you know, the sport of football, which isn't a international phenomenon as it is here in Lincoln, Nebraska. It's kind of a, an intimidating uh, thing to walk into if you're if you're not used to it. So got some got some good stories. And uh, yeah, so look out for that uh, Nebraska News Service. And I'm sure if you uh, looking for some extra people to follow on social media, just hit me and Jacob up. We will be uh, keeping that updated as well. Speaking of social media, I just want to, I got to plug ours real quick. So you can find us on Instagram at Spicing Things Up Podcast. I promise I will post content. It's literally just us here in the trenches. Like I need, we need interns, but we're not going to pay anybody. <laughs> yeah. We'll pay you. If you want, if you want real world hands on experience in a, in a cool, fast paced environment, hit me up. You got my email, <laughs> Spicing Things Up Podcast at gmail.com. Um, I'm about to get us on YouTube because I'm building a portfolio to look for jobs, which is kind of the whole reason we're doing this thing. Um, so I'll, I'll make sure I get them up there for you guys. But, um, yeah, Brennan, did you have anything else? No, not, not really. All right. Well, just remember the Lord giveth and the good Lord taketh away. See and you next Wednesday. Lomas X twerketh. Sorry. See you next Wednesday. See you guys. Hello there. General Kenobi. <laughs>